Exactly 378 years ago, on this day, the English mathematician, physicist and astronomer Sir Isaac Newton was born almost an year after the demise of Galileo Galilei. Despite being born about almost 400 years ago, his ideas still shape the scientific world till this day, ranging from my high school physics textbook to various other aspects of our daily lives. However, his most profound work was the law of universal gravitation. The law states that every point mass attracts every other point mass by a force acting along the line intersecting the two points. The force is proportional to the product of the two masses and inversely proportional to the square of the distances between them. That might seem like some complex mathy jargon, but it is really easy to work it out with our intuition. Consider the following scenario. You are playing a game of catch with your friends. You throw the ball up in the air and it falls down. But why does it fall down? Now think. When I say think, I want you to detach yourself from the material world and think. If I were you, I would immediately think that there must have been something invisible pulling on the ball. Newton realized this too. Legend has it that it happened to be when Newton was sitting under an apple tree at his birthplace, the Woolsthorpe Manor House, and an apple fell to the ground. However, Newton's thought process was not simply confined to the falling apple. He had a stunning breakthrough, a moment of pure scientific genius. He recognized that if there was an invisible force of attraction between the earth and the apple, the same force must must act between the moon and the earth, which must have been causing the moon to orbit the earth. He then scaled it up further and realized that if this same force could make the moon orbit the earth, it could also make the planets orbit the sun. Newton named this force gravity and was immediately hooked to it. He was able to devote his time to the development of his idea due to being stuck in his ancestral home as the bubonic plague had struck England and Cambridge University was closed due to the fear of widespread disease. This provides me with some inspiration to battle my procrastination and perform productive tasks during the quarantine. Through the 16th Throughout 1666, which is referred to as Newton's Annus Mirabilis, or the Miracle Year, he developed the integral calculus, experimentally verified the composite nature of light, and refined his gravitational theory to the point that he was able to satisfy himself through calculation that the Earth's gravity holds the moon in orbit. Now, I am personally indebted to Newton for inventing my favorite math topic calculus, during the development of the law of universal gravitation and the laws of motion, when trying to describe how an object falls, Newton found that the speed of the object increased every split second and that no mathematics currently used could describe the object at any moment in time and this stimulated Newton to develop calculus. Now enough with the history, let's see how the law actually works. As stated, the force of attraction experienced between the objects increases as the mass of either or both the objects increase. This means that if you kept two objects in outer space, there would be a force of attraction between them. Now if you replace one of the objects with a heavier object, the force of attraction between them would increase. If you however replace the object with a lighter object, the, the force of attraction would decrease. 
This means that there is a direct relationship between the mass of the objects and the force between them. If one increases, the other one also increases. However, on the other hand, if the distance between the objects increase, the force of attraction between the objects would decrease and vice versa. Thus, there is an inverse relationship between the distance between the objects and the force of attraction experienced. As one increases, the other one decreases. The law of universal gravitation sent shockwaves around the scientific community back then. It was formulated in Newton's work The Principia, first published on 5th July 1687. It was so profoundly elegant by the standards back then that it could coherently establish a connection between Kepler's laws of planetary motion and Galileo's observations, building up on a strong foundation set by its predecessors. The first test of Newton's theory of gravitation between masses in the laboratory was the Cavendish experiment conducted by the British scientist Henry Cavendish in 1798. It took place 111 years after the publication of Newton's The Principia and approximately 71 years after his death. Newton's laws have since been superseded by Albert Einstein's theory of general relativity, but it continues to be used as an excellent approximation of the effects of gravity in most applications. Isaac Newton died on 31st March 1727. However, his legacy will live on through his stupendous contributions to mankind which accelerated the scientific revolution. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Slow Tycoon Podcast. If you liked this episode, please don't forget to like and subscribe. Thank you so very much for joining.